Hey. Hey, hi, hi. <laughs> hey, hi. Was it just me or did that take a while to pop on there? I'm like, okay, we clicked it, didn't we? <laughs> it did. It, it it was asking us, are you ready to go live? And I was like, yeah, we are. And it kept spinning like, are we ready? <laughs> it's like, I'm still here. Right. <laughs> Streamlord's telling us something. And speaking of StreamYard, we have to just mention real quick a new feature. We use StreamYard. We love it. And now they are, are have a new feature where you can record videos, which you've always been able to before. But now you can schedule a live broadcast from a recorded video. So another new feature from StreamYard that we are loving. In fact, we tested it out last week when we weren't available, but we still wanted to keep up with our show so yeah. we used the previous show that we had recorded and scheduled it as if it were alive. And that's right. Yeah, that's a, ugh, it's just so awesome. Yeah, right. We, it we is. will be using that probably more. That way. <laughs> I don't you know. have to miss us on a Friday. We? I know. Now that we have it, it makes things easier. All right, let's get right to it. So we're talking about digital marketing. That's That's our forte, but we're going to talk about something a little bit more, which is separating fact for, from fiction. What do we mean by that? Well, there's so many myths out there that try to decode and misconceptions. And that's what this show is all about. Because, you know, if you're a business owner, sometimes it's like, I'm hearing all these different things about what I should be doing and what I shouldn't be doing. And really, what's the truth behind it? So by the end of this show, we're going to help you understand the digital marketing world and basics a little bit more. And some things that you just that really are the facts to help you stay on top of your business. So Let's get going. As Sarah said, we are ready to get started. So I want to welcome everybody to Marketing Mix. Every week we will be here to talk about different types of digital marketing topics. That's where the mix comes in. And let's go ahead and take a look at where everybody can find us, Sarah. Of course. So every week we go live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And you can catch the replay on Instagram. And we do a shortened 10-minute version of this on LinkedIn that you need to check out as well. And don't forget about our podcast. We are growing with our followers and subscriptions to that. And we're so thankful. So tuned into that. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are again, plugging away with helpful videos, resources, all to help you in the business world with marketing. So yes, ma'am. Yes. So Glenna, I know you probably come across this all the time, just having to separate the, the myths and misconceptions when, you know, you get hit with them. And I think it's important because, you know, if you're running a business and you've got your, spending your marketing dollars, it's like, how do you know if what you're doing is right and if you're missing anything? So we put together a little fun questionnaire. And so we want you all to join in and comment if you think you know the answer. It's multiple choice. We promise you if you get the wrong answer, we won't. <laughs> Heckle you. So we just want you here. So we're going to pop these up. And if you think you know the answer, let it out. So let's get to it. All right. Okay. Number one, how long does SEO take to work? A month, 
instantly and only for ninety-nine or $9.99 a month, three months or a week. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. I don't know. I'm leaning towards B on that. <laughs> <laughs> we will get you on page one for $9.99 a month. That sounds like a great deal, but no, it's actually C. About three months. Um, now, I'm not saying that you're not going to get any results before three months, but it just takes a little bit of time to get that groundwork laid out. Um, that being said, SEO is also never ending. So it's not like an on and off switch. It's kind of like I tell people, think about it. It's like equity in your house. Uh -huh. It takes a while to build up equity in your home. It's the same way with search engine stuff. It takes a little bit of time to build up that SEO equity. Um, so you can't just turn it on and off. Um, you can't win at SEO if you're just doing it halfway. So yeah, um, we hit it full force here at Fusion One Marketing and you will get results, but it takes just a little time. Yeah. If you ever see those ads that say, you know, $20, $29 a month and we've got the best SEO program and it's going to take a week. And I, it, to me, it's like red flag, red flag, red flag, because truly to stay on top of it and to get traffic and increase conversions, didn't do all of those things. It's ongoing. Like you said, it's building equity. It doesn't stop. And you have to adjust to Google's algorithms, which are always changing. So it's not one and done ever. Um, so it's just really important that you know that that it takes a bit to build it and then it, you have to sustain it. So it takes it takes work. That's exactly right. Um, I want to welcome Mickey Berry this morning. Hey, Mickey. Gosh, Good morning, Mickey. Gosh, it's been forever since I've seen you. And then I don't know who's playing behind the scenes with our Fusion One marketing, but they were laughing at B. <laughs> the nine ninety nine. I don't know if it's Robert Kelsey, but it's one of them. So, all right, let's move on to the second myth. Why is blogging valuable? I guess it's not a myth. I guess it's why is it important? All right. A, it helps drive traffic to your website. B, it establishes your business as an industry leader. C, provides relevant and useful content to your audience. Or D, all of the above. It's it's so interesting to me because I, I still feel like there's this misconception about blogging and its value. But let's go ahead and give the answer. It's D, all of the above. Blogging does all of these things, which is exactly why it's so valuable. And search engines love fresh content. They love fresh, relevant content. So blogging is like the one of the best ways and most straightforward ways and powerful ways to provide that to the search engines, which they love. And that improves your ranking and your trustworthiness and all that sort of stuff. So when you create those blogs consistently, you're giving the search engines fresh content and it provides your business another opportunity to kind of insert those relevant keywords that you need to do too, because those are what the consumers are using for to typing in the types of services or products that they're looking for. So it's all good. Yeah, all good, all the above. Because on the consumer end, if you're writing helpful and informative blogs, it's a great way for your business to build trust and mm -hmm. credibility. I mean, you want to be the expert and you want to be able to show people that you are. And blogging is a perfect way to do that. So if you're going to provide content that's valuable, um, the customers are going to just see how much knowledge and expertise that you have. And 
that can lead to more inquiries and actually some more conversion rates. Yeah, exactly. So blogging is valuable, people. All right. Number three, what does your target audience mean? We've done a few shows about this. So let's see if you know the answer to this. A, customers within a five mile radius. B, your highest paying customers. Don't we all love those guys, right? (laughs) C, anybody with a pulse and a wallet. (laughs) Narrows that down. Or or D, people most likely to be interested in your product or service. So without, without any more suspense, the answer on that is D, people most likely to be interested in your product or services. So... (laughs) I was going for a pulse. <laughs> I wish that was the case. If you have a pulse and a wallet, come on. Yeah, uh, it just doesn't work that way, does it? I mean, a lot of businesses make this mistake. We talk about it all the time. They're just like throwing stuff up against the wall. They're not targeting anybody and they're not doing any homework about who their ideal customer is. That's yeah. not really getting you anywhere. Um, you have to really have a clear idea of who your audience is so that you can run more relevant campaigns and get better returns. I mean, it only makes sense. You want to target the people who need your stuff. Absolutely. We've talked about this in previous shows, like I mentioned. Um, and so really what you want to do, if you're trying to find your target audience, start looking at your existing customer base. Start identifying the commonalities in it and common characteristics like their age, their interests, their location, their behaviors, buying behaviors. And this is going to help you shape that branded content, that useful content that they want to see and that they respond to. Yes, exactly. All right. What do we have for number four? We're going to talk about website design. So which of the following factors in website design affects SEO? Loading speed, mobile responsiveness, navigation or all of the above hmm that's a thinker <laughs> yes and if you've been watching us at all you should be able to answer this everybody yeah. should be able to answer this <laughs> right so the answer is d all of the above so when it comes to seo i mean so many things always point down to seo but yeah. you know you think about keywords and you think about page relevancies, you think about link building and so on, but really your website design can have such an effect on your search ranking. So people expect websites to load quickly. So if yours doesn't, this is going to increase the bounce rate and search engines, they take this as a sign that your site isn't worth ranking. And then you just get lower, 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 lower in the visibility. That's exactly right. And people don't realize this. They don't even think about it. And we run into this again a lot. Um, People put a website out there and they never go look at it again. Um, But you have to make sure it's loading quickly because Google, that's one of their main things that they look at is um, load speed. In other words, how fast does it come up? And they actually give ranking preferential treatment in the rankings for people who have websites that will display property. So search engines, prioritize websites that offer a positive user experience. I mean, and it just kind of makes sense, but we need to make sure it loads quickly, quickly. Truly. And one of the most effective ways is making the navigation easy on your website. So if people can't find what they're looking for and they can't find it easily, then 
they're done. They're not going to stick around, which this is a signal to Google that it's a poor user experience. And then this is going to have, again, a negative impact on your ranking. So, yeah, just you got to pay attention to your website design is crucial. Yes. And then the last thing, again, it has to be mobile responsive. People aren't just looking at stuff on their computers. They're using their smartphones more than more than anything, really, now, mm-hmm. and also tablets. So regardless of the device, you have to make sure that you're still offering a great browsing experience to the end user. You can't guarantee this. Search engines are just going to, like, boot you out of there. They have no patience when it comes to a website that doesn't have mobile responsiveness. Yeah. Yeah, it's so important. All right, number five, what is online reputation management? This is a big one. Is it A, a system that deletes any negative reviews? B, a variety of tools and strategies to protect and improve your online presence? C, an automated system that generates a steady stream of fake positive reviews? Or D, a customized branding tool? Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you answer that. Which one is it? (laughs) Okay. It is C, which is C. It's not C. It is B, which is a process process that utilizes a variety of tools and strategies to improve your online presence. So yeah, nothing out there is going to delete negative reviews. I I was going to say, I'd like that one to be true. We wouldn't we all, or another one, which just is an automated system that gives you just a ton of positive reviews. Wouldn't that be nice? But no, (laughs) online reputation management, you really do need to know about it, but it is a process that uses a bunch of tools and strategies to help improve your online presence and get some more reviews. Yes, exactly. So, um, I'd like to plug our review system just a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a way of doing this, we have a really cool review system that um, can help out. So if you want to know more about that, let us know. So it's very important. Again, always make sure too reputation, managing your reputation online, make sure that you're that you know when somebody's left you a review, yeah. you mention something about your company, you have to actively monitor that. Um, And again, it includes monitoring of reviews, addressing questions, all that good stuff. You just have to keep on top of it. So true. So really, essentially, what an online reputation management system does is it helps manage those little fires before they become really big fires. So the more reviews you yeah, the more reviews that you have online, the better your visibility ranks. With search engines, these are all the things that search engines are looking for. So we we provide, as you mentioned, we have an awesome review system, and it really provides multiple ways to improve your customer experience and gather more online reviews. It makes it really easy, and we can integrate it all with a lot of customer feedback options and all that stuff. So it's 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 awesome. I mean, we have seen it work fantastic with some of our clients. Yes, we definitely have. So again, reach out. I can always send you an example. So let me know if you'd like one. Um, Number six, what's the best way to know if your marketing campaign is working? (laughs) This is funny. Um, (laughs) A, asking every caller how they found your business. B, spend money on every form of digital marketing. C, use a metric dashboard to track the performance of all your marketing efforts. I love this one. D, (laughs) 
<laughs> whether or not you can afford Christmas bonuses at the <laughs> end of the year. <laughs> I love that. All right. The answer is, drumroll please, C, you need to use some sort of dashboard to track all of your performance and your marketing efforts. And, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, it's it's crazy. It really should not be D. I mean, you should not be sitting there like, you know, thumbing through your money like, oh, this year I've got, I've got extra money. That means that my marketing worked. Must have worked. Yeah. You have to have ability to track your marketing campaign. It lets you know what's working and what's not working. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And you need to have a plan or a strategy that you can allocate your marketing dollars so that you're not just like throwing money out the window. So that's what marketing dashboards do. They provide the ability to continually track the performance of all of your marketing campaigns in real time through data that you can see. That's exactly right. And if you have the right type of dashboard, it can pull a variety of data from all different kinds of sources. I mean, you could track your social media, your website, campaign platforms, call tracking, and even more. Um, marketing data can then be exported and turned into a marketing report which will also help you improve things like your campaigns, how your website's performing, really just your overall digital presence. And, you know, the big thing is you want to prevent yourself from wasting time and money. And that's mm -hmm. what it, you have to track. You, Sarah, I, I mean, I know I've told you this before. You would be shocked at the number of people I ask if they're already paying somebody for their digital marketing. Well, how many calls are you getting from your marketing dollars every month? They have no idea. They have no idea. They have no tracking and they're just throwing that money up against the wall. So track people, track, track, track. <laughs> yeah, track, 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 track. So let's move on to number seven. What is the purpose of hashtags? Is it to make you sound funnier? I have to say this. When I was putting this together, I was going through this big debate of is it more funny or funnier? <laughs> uh, I, I know. It was a complete split <laughs> I could never get an answer what do you think it uh I would say to make you sound more funny but I like to me it sounds better that's uh, funnier so funnier. I'll go with that okay <laughs> make you sound funnier which is even funny how about more funnier it makes you sound more funnier that's that's I think that's the right one b it makes it easier to find info by specific theme or topic See, there is no purpose to hashtags. Or D, similar to emojis, it adds personality to your post, which is making it more engaging. Would you believe it or not, there is a purpose to hashtags. And it's B, making it easier to find info by specific theme or topic. Yes. I know a lot of people may, I know they just throw hashtags out there or they don't think they're useful, but they really are. And when it comes to social media, hashtags are used to draw in attention, organize, promote, and connect to your audience because they're using them to search. When you use hashtags, your post becomes searchable by anyone on that platform. I don't think people are really getting the search part of it mm -mm. yet, but many people you use these hashtags. I can't. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> so make sure that you're using the correct ones. That's going to be interest to your ideal customer and you'll be increasing your chances of being found. Yes, exactly. Think about it like this. Hashtags are great for as a research tool. 
So they work similar to search engines. And so if you search things by, and you got to remember this, this is important. Don't do hashtags that have nothing to do with your niche industry, niche niche or niche, however you want to say it. But that was another debate I got into with somebody. Is it niche or niche? Uh, anyways, but that in Alabama, it's our niche. Right. My niche, uh, my niche market. I'm not from Alabama. I'm not even going to try. I'm not either. That's all right. Gonna get, yeah, get slaughtered if I try to do that. <laughs> so, so, but truly you've got to look at it as that's a searching tool. And if you are a business, when you find the right hashtags for your industry, that all that's doing is it's helping to increase your visibility in those areas. So, because people are searching for content by specific hashtags, so they are, they have a purpose. Yes. And please don't throw stupid hashtags out there. You don't know. <laughs> When you're throwing stupid hashtags out there, they might lead to something you're not really wanting them to lead to. So. Yeah. Can I say this real quick? We were doing yeah. some research earlier in the week um, just on some specific types of hashtags that we saw out there that others were using. And I did it and I thought, are they just making up these hashtags? Because literally there was only 33 posts that included that hashtag. So it's there's no relevancy to it. Yeah. So if you think you're using something... If you just want to throw it out there, then do it. But it, it needs to have a purpose to it if you want to get anywhere. Yeah. If you're, if you're, if you're just, just having, having fun, fun, that's fine. fine. Uh-oh. Echo? Echo? All right. Let me turn my knob, see if that helps here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I also want to say good morning to Cindy. Oh, good Lord, from Cabo. You just had to Oh, Cindy. <laughs> I was like, man, you should have packed me in that suitcase. That looked like a great trip. She's still there. I guess she must be. She says, good morning from Cabo. So <sighs> we can put that as a hashtag Cabo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's move on since we're here in reality. All right. <laughs> let's talk about websites. I get this question a lot. Um, how often should you redesign your website? Two to three years? Never? One and done, baby? <laughs> That's funny. Every five years or until it's hacked. I mean, some people say, oh, never. You know, um, believe it or not, it's every two to three years. Yeah. And ultimately, the frequency of how often you should redesign your website should just be sort of based on a, a couple of things. One of them is your online goals. I mean, if your web, if your site's no longer reaching its maximum potential, then it's time for a redesign. And and if it's just not performing well, I mean, that's the thing. We say two to three years because that's how really technology is working. I mean, it's working to the point to where your stuff will become out of date if it's not kept up to date. So, um, and also, you know, just look at it as if you're not getting traffic or con uh, conversions, it's just not performing the way that it should. It's just time to reevaluate it. Yes, exactly. And I mean, there's other factors to consider too that may be caught caused to redesign sooner. <laughs> you may be rebranding. You know what? People change their logos, people change their branding, or you need new functionality. And maybe your current website won't accommodate that. So as an industry standard, consider redesigning at least every three to four years to maintain a modern online presence. We say two to three is the best, but at least, you know, look at it every three to four. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really true. All right. Well, that is a wrap for us today. Um, we've hopefully we've helped with answer some of these basics so that you feel a little bit more equipped when the digital marketing world would you have to make these types of decisions with your marketing. So as always, if you would like more information about ways that we could help you in any area of marketing, we'd love to have a free consultation with you. We're here to help. Yes, absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us and we will see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.